to another edition of the Unicorns podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go-getters. Well, how do you move a jet engine across the Nullarbor or a series of sculptures across the country to Bondi? These are the logistical issues that Freight Exchange deals with daily. It's in the business of so-called ugly freight, those awkward items that don't necessarily fit easily into a box under a plane. The company caters mainly to the small and medium-sized businesses that are the real backbone of our economy, giving it real insight into the state of SMEs in Australia. Kate Hull is the founder and CEO of Freight Exchange, and she joins me now. G'day, Kate. Welcome to the program. Justin, hello. Okay, let's get started. Why did you begin Freight Exchange? Justin, I was looking to um, find a way of helping small to medium businesses to really uh, shine on the global stage. And throughout my previous life in consulting, I uncovered that our supply chains and logistics were particularly um, challenged in our large, <laughs> underpopulated, relatively country. Um, and and it hadn't yet digitized. And so one of the things that I wanted to do was really help small businesses to automate and digitize um, their their trade processes so that they could get their, their goods out onto a world stage. And so how did you actually get started? What were you, what were you doing before this, Kate? What's your professional background? I was working for consulting firms for a variety in, in in a variety of industries, whether it was mining or finance or insurance or supply chain or retail. Um, I was always building um, software or data driven solutions for businesses um, to either you know to improve their operations. So you're a bit of a data nerd if I can put that kindly. Yes, guilty. <laughs> and so there are a lot of growing pains, Kate, when you're starting any business. A startup business journey for founders is not an easy one. What has that journey been like for you? Well, we started the business in 2015 I- and it the the idea that we had was really to make freight and transport availability easy to access um, for for businesses. And uh, if you are a a trade, a wholesaler or a manufacturer, um, just for those of you who who may not know, um, it's really hard to to ship goods um, throughout the world. Just getting prices um, or getting rates or getting accounts or finding a driver is really challenging, um, time consuming and expensive. And so, you know that we we initially thought that the transport companies would be really receptive to the idea mm-hmm. and that they would have mm-hmm. really great technology and so the idea was just to connect up all of the te- technology things and make them talk to each other so that they could um, you know to basically drive efficiencies in that way but we very rapidly learned that actually um, very few businesses had any technology solutions at all. Basically, it was all <laughs> manual. Was it like pens and paper and a few spreadsheets? Pens and paper, uh, yeah, your um, you know things in triplicate. So you know you were you were looking at that that sort of technology um, in the industry. And so um, what what we started out as a, oh it's going to be sort of an integration platform and a connection and automation platform became. 
uh, actually, no, you have to build some software first. <laughs> so that was um, that was that was tricky. Well, 2015 to almost the end of 2023, you've been in business a while now, so you must be doing something right, Kate. Oh, absolutely. So again, it's all about making sure that it's easy to use for small businesses. You don't have a lot of time um, and you don't have a lot of you know people um, with, with deep technology skills. And so the thing that we've always been really focused on is making things really simple. Getting started, if we can just pick that up, um, obviously requires some sort of capital to keep things or to get things going and to keep things going. So how did you fund the company, at least initially? Initially, we were funded, well, we were fortunate to be selected by a, what you would call in startup land, a um, an accelerator. Um, and it was funded by Telstra. And Telstra um, not just offered... Uh, offered um, forty thousand uh, dollars and really six months of incredible mentorship and training and and support uh, to to get the first platform off the ground. And as a recovering corporate um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, player, uh, my uh, it was really uh, incredibly invaluable to have that level of support because. You've gone from somewhere where you've, you know, you've got someone who does everything um, uh, to having to do everything yourself, and um, you know, and and being reminded day to day that you know, you really, it's it's all you and move faster was really such an incredible um, foundation for the business. And so, am I right in saying you're one of the um, successful offspring of, I think it was Murudee? Yeah, Murudee, that's right, yeah. And am I right in saying, Kate, that Freight Exchange is not is, is not doing last mile delivery of, you know, a pair of socks or a remote control? You, you, you're, not, you're not B2C, you are, you are a B2B platform? We're primarily B2B platform. And because we service manufacturers and wholesalers in, you know, in the industrial segment, um, we do first, middle, and last mile. The problem we solve is that if you're a, a business and you need to move an excavator and an excavator bucket and a light bulb for the excavator, um, then <laughs> you need to have um, the ability to move all of those things uh, throughout Australia, and so where we do all of it end to end the the differentiation there is that we you know we we really focus on on shipping hard you know things that like you say ugly freight <laughs> yeah don't fit in in a shoebox i'm keen to get to that i'll get to that in a moment but if, um what what about some of your your key backers that have um invested into the into the business let's give them a shout out kate who's uh, who's been on board and who are supporting you yeah, we've been we've been incredibly supported throughout the years, not just by um, investors, so angel investors that were introduced to us through Murudi uh, and um, and and many other locations, or you know many other avenues throughout the years. Um, so angel investors, Andrew Coppen, Ray Nong, um, Nick Muldoon, um, you know these are you know successful entrepreneurs in their own right. Um, and so they've been just incredibly generous, not just with um, with angel investment, but also with with time and expertise and support. Um, we in 2019 raised capital from uh, a group, um, uh, the family office of CIMC, um, which is a 
shipping container manufacturer in China. Um, and they were uh, incredibly value. Um, so my capital were incredibly supportive in terms of um, opening our offices in in Hong Kong uh, and and helping us make connections in that space. Do you remember who your first client was? I do. My business partner at the time uh, had come from a freight forwarder um, in aviation and his um, ex-boss was introduced us to one of the airlines in Australia and uh, and he bought us and so he was really our first client um, and that was fantastic not just because we were trying to work out where how we acquired customers but it was also fantastic in that um, we he was helping us validate that there really was a, a problem that needed to be solved not just for the end client but for for others in the industry as well and so that airline company was out was out or well, that freight forwarder was out was our first client can you share Kate some examples of some of some of the things that you've shipped over the years some of the most challenging or unique items that you've you've managed to take from a to b to c yeah, there's there's been a few over the years, Justin. Uh, I mentioned our first customer was for um, was the airline freight forwarder, um, and so yeah, the you mentioned in the intro the 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 jet engine across the Nullarbor. So that is really challenging um, because it has to be transported incredibly rapidly. It has to be travel. It has to travel safely. Um, you can't fly it. You know, it's got to be driven um, and uh, yeah, so it, you, and you need two drivers um, to to get things there quickly. So, um, so that was that was a very challenging thing where you've really got to keep an eye on that. And uh, I just want to say we're a digital platform, Justin. So we, we don't, you know, we're not a, a traditional freight company. We don't have trucks and trains or, or warehouses. We're we're a software platform that's automating the movement of that. So um, making sure that you've got the plugins and the tracking and the you know and the ability to to keep an eye on something um, and make sure that the transport's right, that the all of the documents are right um, via a software platform when you're first starting out, that is incredibly challenging. Um, so that that was um, that's that's one. Um, most recently, you know, we're shipping, you know, six meter Christmas trees um, for um, for a manufacturer that that we're going into various locations throughout Australia. Um, and you know that that can be quite challenging. Um, coffins. Uh, I mentioned you mentioned sculpture by the sea. So you know three ton sculptures coming in from Czechoslovakia um, and being craned onto onto Tamarama Beach. Um, all of these things are, are really quite challenging to to um, keep an eye on and make happen safely and and um, on time and on budget. So, Kate, you mentioned there Freight Exchange is a tech platform. So, maybe take us through, take the listeners through exactly how Freight Exchange works. Like I said, it's really simple and we've that's always been one of the design principles is um, how it works is you, you go on to freightexchange.com.au and you uh, click get a quote um, and you type in the weight and dimensions of the things that you need to know uh, or need to ship where it's going from and to, um, we'll give you an instant quote. Uh, if you if the quote is competitive, 
uh, then you will sign up and um, we'll send you labels and send you a driver and uh, you'll get your online tracking um, and uh, and your goods will move. It's it's that simple. So you, so Freight Exchange sits in the middle, right? And people come in and then you uh, connect with the deliverers on the other side. Yeah, yeah, basically. that's And that's part of the problem in the industry is you've got lots of small businesses on you know who are running running vehicles and running warehouses, or um, or you know need to you know send car engines <laughs> or or building materials, or uh, and so we're really the the piece in the middle that connects all of those players together to make it all run more efficiently. So, how has freight exchange contributed to the growth? and sustainability of SMEs in Australia? One of the areas of sustainability um, in Australia around this space is is firstly, you know, the efficiency of the transport networks. And what we mean by that is like, really simply is um, how much stuff travels in a truck or on a train or in a plane. Um, that's sort of how you measure it. So if it's, if it's very uh, full, then it's quite an efficient um, movement, and if it's not very full, then it's inefficient. And so, um, that's really our area of focus: is making sure that the vehicles uh, are as full as possible. So that's one part of it. The other part is just digitizing and um, making the capacity or making things easier to use or, or to ship. Um, also contributes to the efficiency for our customers and the transport companies because they're not doing all of this extra work around, you know, sitting on the phones trying to find a price or um, trying to find out where their goods are or trying to get work. So it's about, you know, making sure that those, you know, when businesses are working, that they're working on making their customers happy um, and not sitting on the phone trying to work out how it's all, you know, going to operate. And how would you say, Kate, that the logistics industry has evolved since you first founded Freight Exchange and how has Freight Exchange adapted to these changes? One of the ways that the industry has evolved is in the adoption of technology. And certainly in our business lifetime, the more and more vehicles have uh, the have GPS trackers on them. Um, more and more companies have adopted software uh, to you know to operate whether that's so we're seeing a lot more manufacturers and wholesalers adopting more of an e-commerce style um, you know so using things like Shopify whereas previously they you know it really wasn't as digitized as an e-commerce um, as the e-commerce platforms. Or companies, I should say. So we're seeing a lot more technology adoption, and you know, obviously, the cost of things like GPS trackers and and phones has has come down significantly, and that really improves um, your ability to to digitize and automate. And of course, um, being a being a, a data nerd, one of the, the the ideas behind the platform initially was that um, you know that machine, or what what we term as AI now is very much very adept at doing really complex logistics automation calculations where and people are pretty great at, <laughs> at lots of things um, but working out how to move a thousand packages all over the world isn't 
necessarily um, something that um, that humans are good at. <laughs> so, um, you know, the obviously the improvement of AI has been really um, is is going to unbelievably transform the industry. So, yeah, that's are you that's are you exciting. using that in um, in your business at the moment? We use it in, in small use cases, so for things like pricing and um, and of course automation. So we we use it there. Um, a lot of partners that we work with do things like routing optimization. You know, I mentioned the GPS tracking and so on. So you know when to turn left and right. Um, you know that 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 is a really complicated algorithm. Um, and so yeah, th- those things are really um, evolving rapidly over time, and you know are going to change the world or are changing the world. So um, just on that trend. Um, what, what do you see is coming for the logistics industry, the developments there handling uh, these ugly freight items? Where do you see the industry, um, you sort of sitting in the middle, where do you see the industry going and devolving, Kate? Yeah, it's a challenging one. You, and we mentioned, you know, the the shoeboxes and e-commerce, you know, that that's the, the in terms of, the evolution and technology. Um, it's a lot easier to design robots and machines and self-driving vehicles um, when things are, you know, the same shape and size, if you can imagine. Um, when you're dealing with things that are of all different shapes and sizes, um, then then the technology has to be and, and innovation is a lot um, is a lot trickier. <laughs> there's no, there's no two ways about it. Um, but we, we're starting to see um, a lot more, um, uh, you know, the the evolution of things like robots, self-driving vehicles, um, and of course AI, just in the software, you know, becoming more and more sophisticated and and being able to deal with things that are unusually shaped and sized, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get it. Do you do you have? Um, is there a part of your business that prioritizes? I know you're a tech platform, but sustainability and eco-friendly practices where possible in the transportation of goods? Yeah, no, absolutely. So sustainability, you know, I mentioned that it's it's quite hard and, and inefficient. Um, so just to, to set the scene, in terms of global carbon emissions, the transportation industry is 13% of all global emissions. Um, and if you think about, you know, the the it's a lot, right? And and that's just the transportation. So that and that's just freight transportation. So it's not um, including things like, you know, I'm dri- driving in my car to work. <laughs> you know, it's just moving things. So and and if you think about thirty percent of the trucks on the road are empty, then your ability to, you know, to Really impact global emissions is it's a huge contributor um, to it. So, so what are the things that we want to you know we're focusing on? So, firstly, oh, um, oh my goodness, there's so many things. The electrification of everything is really important in the industry. So, you know, solar panels on all of the cold chain, um, you know, all of your refrigerated trucks is going to be really important, um, or on the roofs of warehouses. Um, the electrification of vehicles is really important. Um, the sustainability of packaging is another one. Um, I don't know if you use um, e-commerce solutions, but 
um, you know, I don't my recycle bin and I'm guilty as charged um, fills up very rapidly with a lot of e-commerce boxes, right? And you you know that's all single use, and that just goes back into recycling or landfill. So there's really a long way to go in terms of um, you know achieving sustainability. And we like to partner with sustainable packaging um, custom uh, companies. Again, we're all about digitization, and you know we're we're, we're starting to really push into um, partnering with um, electrical, you know, companies that are either retrofitting their vehicles or their warehouses, um, so that it's really you know, becoming dramatically more sustainable. It's very male-dominated as well. And so I think there's an opportunity there to to really drive a lot more um, gender um, equality in, in the space as well. And that really drives a whole lot of changes in the industry because you get better practices. Um, if women are driving the trucks, it's there's not an assumption that they'll jump out and lift a 200-kilo thing off the back of a truck. It's It's not healthy for men or women. And so you get a lot more sustainable practices in that way as well. Kate, tell us about the geographical footprint in which Freight Exchange is currently operating. Where where are you doing work? I know obviously in Australia, but but where else? Yeah, we're based in um, Australia, so Australia-wide, anywhere to anywhere, basically. And we uh, are currently opening up operations uh, in the North American market. Um, the problems that we see in Australia are very, very similar in Canada, the US, and Mexico. And so, um, you know, it's a it's a really exciting opportunity for us to go into that space and and um, and get you know help small businesses over there too. What advice, Kate, would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs looking to enter the logistics industry? So I think there's some some general advice. I, I don't like to give advice, to be honest, but I, if, if I were to talk through, from my own experience, I think one of the things that's really important is to be, you know, is to get to know your customer really well and be, be very customer focused um, and focus on solving one, one problem really, 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 really well. Um, you know, it is an enormous problem. Logistics in particular is enormous. You know, it is one of the true global industries and it's probably one of the oldest, you know, if you think about the Silk Road or, um, you know, you know the ancient trading platforms, um, uh, routes. And so because it is so big and so diverse and so complex, I would probably suggest focusing in on just solving one tiny problem for one customer or one set of customers really, really, really well. Final question for you, Kate. Time to get out the crystal ball. Let's let's look ahead for the future of freight exchange, say 12 months, 24 months. What are things looking like for freight exchange and how are things evolving for the company? Uh, in keeping with my previous uh, comment about doing one thing really well for one set of customers, um, so we'll be doing that in the US in the next 12 and 24 months and really scaling up from from there. And sorry, I should say the North American market. So that's less than truckload um, to uh, ugly freight um, in the North American market. And it might be cross-border as well, but um, it's huge. Um, the customers there have the, have the same problems. So yeah, it's onward, <laughs> onward into the world. Onward and upward. Well, Kate, we we wish you well on the journey ahead. Kate Hull, founder and CEO 
of Freight Exchange. Thank you very much for your time today. Thanks for joining us and uh, some great insights there. Best of luck in the future and we'll follow the progress of the company with great interest. Thank you. Thanks, Justin. It's been a pleasure chatting to you.